Is your mom's mom in spirit? My mom's mom, yes. And then they're shifting over onto this other side. And so I'm going to assume that's paternal. Um, and then, okay, wait, no, someone, is, our, is the dad also passed? Is the mom's dad also passed? Or is that dad's mm -hmm. dad? Some dad, and there's like, they're taking me to paternal and they're saying dad. So I don't know if that's on that side or. <laughs> My dad's dad. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yes. They're all fighting, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, for your attention. <laughs> They're like, he's here. Yes, yes. It's back and forth, back and forth. Take your turns, y'all. Take your turns. <laughs> so are both your parents earth side? Yes. And do, uh, are they still married? No. So then that would be the split off because they're mm -hmm. off of the religion though. So was one of them uh, religious? Yes. Um, so they, they split off and one goes into this weird religion route. Um, and it's almost as though um is that where you're you've received the narcissist behavior tendencies and all that um probably is that yeah with, is that with the dad i've got a it's on both sides the narcissism <laughs> more on dad's side than mom's but yes dad the narcissist that's what they said dad is the narcissist yes um, so they're acknowledging just from the beginning of your reading the establishment of walls, boundaries, community over uh, family. And it's very important that you understand how spirit is automatically in support. And they're completely just saying, yes, 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 yes. And it's like, it's hard for her to do that. And I said, I bet it is because I've had to do the same. And then, and then I'm talking to spirit over here and they're just like, it sucks that we have to do that. And I'm talking to all of the light workers over here on this side. Mm-hmm. And because that's almost like what you are here for, to help and to guide light workers because you have support of the light workers over here. And so what's happening is that you have all of these light workers just lined up, lined up thousands, millions, and they're about ready to go back onto earth. They're ready, right? They're ready to go. And that's literally what I'm seeing. And you know this to be true because that's where you try to pull people in. And it's like, that's why I'm the light. So I can shed light on your loss and darkness. So that way you can then take my extra flashlight. You're handing out flashlights. So that way I know that you're literally... <laughs> And it's like, and you're teaching them or showing them or showing up and you're giving these abilities to people. Um, and it's like this incredible way of recoursing mental health. And, and it's like this ideology of like, hey, if we can continue to bridge this spirituality stuff with mental illness, maybe people can stop killing themselves. Maybe we can actually enjoy this experience rather than be so conformed and dictated through the belt of conviction in the business of religion. So you're here for the new world. And so I got all these light workers and they're all here and they're all talking about how hard it is for you because you deal with a lot of this shit on your own. Because every time they go down, 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 deep root, root, and it's a smile in front, just the one I'm seeing. And it's like, no bitch, I can see right through you, you are <laughs> yes yes and so tell it tell it 
but I love you so much because you're not allowing that shit to control you, but yet it's presented enough in your awareness to take care of it. Because every opportunity that you're like, well, that's then why that had to happen, then you get to scoop some of that out. And it's like, you're constantly scooping out your trauma and your story. It's mm. because controlled by it and those tetherments are fucking deep rooted and you know what it's like oh stretching your comfort zone revisiting these emotions because your spirituality came first yeah my spirituality comes first how so like you got tapped in so okay so like okay okay you all need to calm down simmer they're just <laughs> so damn excited i know so the spirituality they're showing me came before you realized how much healing you needed to do. Yes. And so from that discovery, we are realizing that most times people go opposite first, where they do the healing. And then from that comes the spiritual awakening, comes the mediumship development. No, it's the opposite for me. Yeah. Oh, and so that's why they're also trying to remind you that your expectations can't be the same as the people that have the other roadmap. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Internalizing <laughs> processing when it comes to your own development is being spoken at in this moment because you, they show me, you are impatient with yourself at times because you're running into patience with them too because you're like, I'm doing what you're telling me to do. No, you're doing what you're Yes. It's like this back and forth. And yes. Funny and cute while I watch this because you allow your little girl to come out in a way that you normally wouldn't because you trust spirit with it. And it's like so sweet. And you should continue that. And maybe that's part of this lesson. Maybe they're like, you need to trust us with that little girl. And maybe we need to trigger her to come out. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. I had, I had a lot. That one really had to soak for a minute. Just, okay. Mm. But you know what? I got to tell you, you're safe. Yeah. <laughs> um, you won't disappoint yourself. Mm. You just won't. Because... You will may feel like you could have done better, but you're never going to say, "You, I disappoint me. You will always say, I could do better, but you're yeah. safe. Yeah. Surrender to, because that is what a true spiritual awakening really is all about. It's feeling yeah. yourself to surrender the ideology that you're not in control, but you're in control of the not in control. <laughs> yes. So it's a great, it's a great, it's a great space to be in. Okay. I have loved ones over here that are like, she has peace of mind knowing we're over here. So stop nagging on us. Can you continue to talk in the way that. <laughs> <laughs> like, just say what you got to say. <laughs> it's so funny because I am like, normally like need you guys to talk more. And talk, but they're like, no, this is why we're, we're in support of her. <laughs> 
Like there's so many other things because I am not just a medium. I'm like someone that can tap into guides so crazy like, and so like, I mean, I can, it's like beyond your development is so beyond. And because your spiritual dashboard's not even in front of me, it's your developmental dashboard. And it's like, there's so much happening. It's like, it's almost as though when you read a book and you're so excited to get to the end, we're going to just skip through it and we're going to be like, ah, that's where the magic happens. <laughs> I mean, if there's magic, let's do it. <laughs> let's do the magic part. <laughs> that there's always these little phases and stuff. So, okay, they're showing us, they're showing us these prerequisites that maybe we're not quite doing just quite yet or in the way that maybe we need to. It's almost as though maybe you, you got tapped in the way that served you, but then from your healing and other things, maybe there's another recourse of your tapping in to where maybe you can receive things in a different way, maybe the way you want to. Mm, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> Getting hot just thinking about it. Um. Okay. Man, they've taken me to like three different places. And then I'm back to where I started. I'm like looking through my notes because I'm like, wait, you guys got me off my reading zone. And I don't even know what the hell I even said. <laughs> they're, they're taking me to trauma zone and they're taking me to a land of war. And they're taking me to this space of land that is far, far, far. And it just doesn't ever end, I feel like. And it's like this space that I'm at is just very important. Okay. Was there abuse from a father figure, like physical or, um, did you experience sexual abuse? Was that you? No. Well, kind of, I don't know. <laughs> Not in the stereotypical way. Was it later in life? Mm -hmm. Was it from your partner? N no, uh, just like, it wasn't like rape or anything big like that, but just like. Okay, but why are they so, so are you, so your boundaries and walls and everything with your, is that with your folks where you're not talking or talking? <laughs> um, yes, with my parents, yeah. They just, and do you have the children? You have the children? I have one child, yes. So, okay. Is is there two children's souls over here? Are there two, do you have two child souls over here? That have passed? 
there's two. So they're showing me the number two and they're, they're showing me two souls right here. And then right before that, they're showing me that you had chill, you have, you have children. I was like, does, is that, are you showing me there's two over here and, and one over there? Or are you showing me uh, two in another area? I don't understand that. So uh, hold on one moment. Okay. Do you understand the month of February or second of a month? Yes. Is it the February? February is my living daughter's birthday. And do you have a child in spirit? Not to my knowledge. So it's so strange that they're validating. Well, no, the second, the, the two is the February. Okay. So I have somebody here telling me about your daughter and there's two coming about your daughter because of February. And yeah. That's, yeah. That's her. Birthday. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, um, is, is she the namesake? Is she named after somebody? No. Are you the namesake? I don't think so. My middle name is after my great-grandmother who's passed. You're saying middle name, namesake is the thing. So they're, okay. they're acknowledging then, of course, spiritually being around and all of that kind of stuff. It's being around for the kid. And is she, she's receptive and open. She's yes. into it. She's sensitive and she's like, you've allowed her to be this way. Uh, yes. You caught her and you shaped it and you, uh, whereas your, your parents uh, maybe doesn't believe in what's going on or repressed you or doesn't do, like thinks you're the witch or like what's like, it's yes. just a thing. And so you have, you have your genealogy and support. Okay. Because that's what the great grandma, you're the middle namesake, you have your daughter, she's born in February. And then they're talking about how all further along that way, because I have your support and spirit, your chosen family that way. And then I have all your family like right here. And so it's one of those things where it's like, they're all taking their little information because I don't know if it's important or not, but I just feel like the value of letting you know that I have this genealogy behind me, acknowledging the women, you and your girl, about how things are sensitive and this is all part of the new world. So it's like you have almost felt like and sensed that you're going to be closer to your parents when they're in spirit. And mm. that's, that's going to validate uh, the way that you're making your decisions and choices, which to the world you're living in looks very harsh. And so what is needing to be said is that spirit is supporting your decisions even further than you could probably believe uh, because it's very special that you are the generational pivot even beyond your measure. And I believe that you have more abilities that you are experiencing. I believe yeah. that. Um, okay, so this is what they took me to. They took me to my first year where I knew information and then all of a sudden it was like a wall and some grayness noise and I could hear, but I couldn't make it out. And it was like, damn it, I just, ah. And it's like that eagerness, man, there's nothing like that. <laughs> and so um, I have to tell you that when I released and unblocked and made those hard moves, that's when that clarity started to really take place in that dimension. And I would imagine you felt the same or have felt the same when you have made hard moves in your life and then things started to be more clear in your pipeline. And so 
as you're moving forward with this development, I would encourage you to parallel with the receiving of your gifts, because I do believe that's where you're placing your value and that's where you're placing your credibility. And then over here, you know, it's like the sooner we can chip away at whatever it is that isn't true. Mm. Yeah. Because you have to imagine almost like a statue being built and this is your life. But underneath that is like a golden statue, right? And this other gray statue is over that gold. This is what they're doing for me. So they're saying that what we like to do is we like to make a life over that gold life, right? And where we have that soul intention as the gold life, we have all the concrete bullshit conditioning around us. And what happens with our development, we have the healing, but you went to the spiritual route first. And so the healing, as the more healing you go, the more you're chipping away from the, you're not really gifted. You're not really that good. You're not that valuable. You're not that special. You're kind of ugly. You're really not that pretty. What are you doing? You know better. That's just not what you should be doing. We don't support that. We don't believe in you. You're worthless. Go to your room. It's like all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. And so what all of that is doing, though, is it's actually on your mind subconsciously because of the lack of the healing, which is fine because it takes a long time. But at least it's now in your awareness that if you go back and back and back and the more of that you do, you needed your guides to tell you exactly what to do. And they're saying you need to go back to those age groups and really, really go back. If it feels like you're taking three steps back, it is. It's because you are. It's because the healing you did, you didn't do it with your whole, your whole soul. Okay. And what you can do now is you had to have done some healing. You had to have done some yeah. healing. A lot of healing. Because what they're wanting you to do now is sign, seal, deliver that shit. Because it doesn't serve you a single bit. And so <laughs> is, it's crumbs. And it's like, it's the war zone where it's like we battled here several times and, and it's like, okay, but it's you. This is what I need you to do. I need you to visualize a gate, a wired gate, big, tall, 12 foot wired gate, very old vintage, like, you know, the one that witches have, you know, and then the, the wired gates around this entire like landscape, uh, this war zone, this field, and these wired gates will only open when you're ready when you're ready for them and they're going to open and you're going to be this version of you now, this warrior, this goddess, this, this incredible spiritual warrior that will then give you the ability to self not only heal, but demolish what mm. you. And so what you're going to do, you're going to walk through those gates and you're going to meet up with that abandoned little girl that not only your family left there, but yourself. Mm-hmm. Grab her hand. And you're going to say, hey, I'm back. And I'm stronger. And I got your back. Let's go. Follow me. You can trust me and only me. And I'm, we're good. And, as, and you look at that little girl. And you say to her, and as we walk back, I want you to think about all of these experiences one last time. Not to feel them. But to have that curtain call, this credit. Goodbye. (laughs) 
And then when you walk all the way back to those gates, before you close those gates again, I need you both to turn around and I need you to pull out your magical spiritual wands out of your pocket. And then from there, I want you to turn everything into magical fairies and rainbows and unicorns and whatever the heck you want it to be, because now you both are in control and you both are able to make it what you want it to be. And if you want it to be colorful and rainbows and vibrance, then by golly, you can. <laughs> You're going to do that with her. And from that point on, that version of you will never exist. And this connection will flow through to you with, a, with no doubt. It'll be a thousand percent confident. And only you will carry that wand again through the rest of your life because you carry that magic. You carry that light. We need people like you to rise up to the occasion and surrender your skin completely to be like, that's not even me nor who I want to be. Who I want to be is the person who believes in themselves, who talks to strangers off the streets and re introduces spirituality in the form that will never disappoint mm. because you have a longing to reconform the way we view spirit because religion has taught us that we cannot rely on spirit but rather it's a trend and or a sunday hobby and so <laughs> is that we get this really hot fire under us and we just want to change the world with these visions but the moment somebody acts like the human world or the earth world we can get timid and mm -hmm. so it's very important that we know that you are right we know that you are not in the wrong and that we know that you have a message to be carried out I should tell you, I'm not connected to the fifth dimension. I'm connected further higher because you can do the fifth dimension. Mm -hmm. And so they've taken, like, they took me way up. You're going to, you're going to watch this and it's going to be so incredible how they <laughs> went way up high. And then we both were like, that's too strong. And then I, you'll see that trench. I was like, I feel so ugh all of a sudden. And then they got me back up and then it was like, this is the neutral, this is Switzerland. This is the neutral ground. It was like, this is where we needed to be. And now I'm in like whatever other dimension six, I don't know, something higher. I don't know. And it's like, it's this really cool space because it's not just the angel's point of view. It's the spirit guide's point of view. It's God's point of view. It's like your purpose is beyond the earth's divine intervention. You, what are they saying? You didn't even want to be here. Cool. That's why you're annoyed by humans. And I don't bother. <laughs> so I think it's very important that you should understand yourself with knowing that it is irritating to be around people that you don't belong in. And that now if you can just truly understand yourself as someone that will never fit in. So we weren't born to fit in. We were born to stand out. So now we're going to stand up and stand out because... You're doing what the trend is. There's a trend in your tetherment of, I think, mediation. I don't know. Yeah. What does that mean? 
So are you doing anything outside the box? Are you doing anything different? Are you just doing what textbook says? Are you just going with the flow, right? It's like, there's this trend, it's comfort. And so what they're kind of now saying, it's like they, um, they're doing this wave like this and then they go, oh yeah, like a, uh, like a jump. And then they're like, <laughs> okay. So, um, I would imagine your spirituality would feel a little stagnant right now. Maybe your connection is a little stagnant. I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess you could say that. Like, okay. Like. Are you not really getting a lot of things where you're so excited about? Like you're just getting kind of normal stuff. Yeah. Have you not recognized that as stagnant yet? Maybe not. I mean, I just I just got reconnected in the past couple of years in a different way. And I have some practices that I do, but I think I um you want more? I want more. Yeah. Okay. I, don't, I don't, I don't know where to go with it next. Perfect. So you understand why they're talking about why you're in stagnant, because in essence, you just described stagnant. Where, okay. <laughs> so, so I just wanted to make sure that you were aware of what they were about to talk about, because if you are satisfied with your connection and then I'm over here saying that they're telling you, you want more. That wouldn't make no, sense. No, I I'm not satisfied, but I don't know what to do about it. So the first thing to do then is we have to recognize that we're in stagnant. And so okay. my definition stagnant means that spirit puts us there. And it also means that spirit is moving with other people, getting them elevated because you're a quick mover. Mm -hmm. And so it's a perspective change on stagnant because stagnant's a great thing. And so we love stagnant. We want that stagnant because okay. So it's the ironing out. Okay. It's ironing. So, um, and then you stretch. Okay. That's where the, this comfort stretch zone after stagnant comes in. And then you put the shirt back on and it fits. And so okay. stagnant is the ironing out of the details, the, um, what wrinkles, like the ironing out of the wrinkles. Yeah. I just feel like I'm in a holding pattern and I'm like very connected, but I'm like, nothing's really popping off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> They're saying that we've got to reset the intention then. What is it that you want? I want to be fully connected to my purpose in like a really clear way because everything so, you just said is true. And also I have this human life and I don't know how to like. Parallel. Yeah. So, so it would be really cool for you to make a living off of this. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Because they're like. <laughs> they're like. Like she can do what you do. And I said, I bet she could. Let's get her there. And they're like, yes. yes. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. I like, a, because I like a lot of money and I make a lot of money in the other human things that I do. And so it would take a lot of money for me to be able to quit my job. Yeah. How funny. Uh, <laughs> I love this so much because every, just anytime I get to connect with a light worker or a spiritual person, it's like, it's not about the blankets. It's not about the rings. It's not about the color of the perfume. It's about like everything else that matters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> okay. 
So let me see then if I can, because this is also what I do is I teach people how this connect, the, all this kind of stuff works. I'm actually teaching therapists and counselors and Talina is one of them and all that jazz, like how to do all this kind of connection because it's flowing at a very natural pace. Yeah. And then we have, okay, so this is what they did. We have several, we have three pipelines and then we have these little inserts that will chop them up a little. And these little squirrel choppy blocks type of things are the things that need to stop. So we then need to jump out of the pipeline, okay, and jump on both sides of okay. the things that we need to figure out what is out of, okay, so look at the screen, right? They're saying, use the screen. So if I'm right here and I'm doing this, and then if I have all of these side things and we don't know where they're being kicked off from. And so if I scoot in the middle and if I centralize myself and ground myself just a little more, because now mm -hmm. they're going, like, they're actually going up and they're putting my shoulders back. So it's almost like maybe they're just trying to say, do a little better. And so it's like, and it's like, fix your posture, but it's going to be a meditation kind of thing, but it's not going to be this intense thing. It's like, it's a very chill. Got it. They want you to go lower in the roots. They need all the bills out of your head. They need all of the struggles out of your head. They need all of the things out of your head because there's this trench right here that they can't get you down. And it's because of this. And so if you scoot in the middle, you centralize yourself, you're going to go to the sidelines and you're going to see that this is these little uh, blind spots that are like, don't forget that. Don't forget these. Don't forget to do it like that. It's like all of these, like, it's mm -hmm. like, I but they're slow. They shoot off fast and then they have parachutes. So they have, they're gliding like parachutes. So it must be things that sneak in and have a slow pace that we could often look at as not threatening. But they stick around too long. And, and they're, they're distracting. Because you know what they're getting more specific on? It's the army men with the parachutes and that's what comes out. And so they're just annoying little toys that are just like, mm. so what are they though? And it's in your brain. It's like something in your brain. So I don't know if you're, uh, when you're tapped in, are you doing a really great job and making sure that you're not thinking of anything else and that you're super duper crazy, always focused? Mostly, yes. Perfect. So I sensed that. That's why I was like, I can't tell. It's not, it's not perfect because what's perfect ever, but like mostly, I, yeah. <laughs> going in this way are you thinking okay so when you get a sign when you get a symbol and you're talking and and you're expressing the information have you have you done this organically from the mediumship stance yeah you've channeled mm -hmm. yeah, and you do this um and you've done this um you go to do you go to art fairs or fairs or something no you should okay um <laughs> this is where i don't know how much you want me to say right like some mediums i've worked with they're like don't say anything just say yes or no so i'm like if you want me to tell you more i'll tell you more i because i can see you doing this already so i don't know if this is practicing i don't know if this is you just doing it on your own so what is that 
Um, probably me doing it on my own or occasionally for friends, like in safe spaces. Perfect. Okay. So I do feel like, have you, they said that you've been miss, I want to say misguided, but I'm not sure. Um, have you been told how to do certain things a certain way or yes. certain things that don't match what you think is true because they're saying you've been misguided? Yes. Oh, I can get off my balls now. Okay. jeez. <laughs> oh, so, uh, I don't even know that phrase. You know the carnival tricks? They call them that. The paro tricks. The something tricks. You know, like when you're, I'm not saying this is what you experienced. This is what I'm seeing. Um, I can see the carnival scams and there are there's little tricks that they're just scammy, like the the games that you go and you can never win. No, I thought it I thought it was a phrase, like an old school phrase, because the origin is like circus or the origin is like very back in the day. Something trick, something trick. Um, you know, like when someone thinks they're a psychic and there's like, ooh future is ahead of you and it's something huh i don't know it doesn't matter i'm an idiot okay <laughs> <laughs> um i get the point though i uh, that resonates you know how annoying that is though when you can't say the word that you know is there and it's like uh, i don't know that there is a word for that but it's like the it's the trickster like scammy kind of vibe trick. it's called a parlor trick oh parlor trick Okay. Thank you, guides. That was nice of you. You're funny. Wow. They spelt out the word. <laughs> so when you get, okay, so when you get your signs and symbols, they're showing me um, insecurity or doubt, uh, maybe for half a second. And then you have to walk, you have to talk yourself into the confidence. And even if it's half a second, that's the little parachutes. Okay. Oh, okay. specific do not like there's a, and it's half a second. It's like barely, cause you know, it's like, you're almost there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> cause you're afraid of looking stupid. Yeah. And you don't need to be afraid of looking stupid. Uh, you need to just write stuff down and really get it out, even if you think it's wrong, because I have to tell you, you will never be wrong. It's about inter um, it, you. It's about getting it right. Like it's about getting it where it goes. Like that's how this works. The parlor tricks have taught us there's a right and wrong. And, and the parlor tricks have taught us different things with etiquette and different things to fit like if they're wrong, it looks right because that's what this is. It's like, no, it's like, I'm not about to do, I, I'm not, I never say ever to anyone, I know what I'm talking about or I have it all figured out or I'm always going to be right. But what I do tell people is I'm not crazy and everything I see has value and merit. So I don't know why I'm seeing this damn bear, but it's going to either be for Colorado or you have a stuffed animal or something about, a, you know, not you, but it's in the interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> The sign's not wrong. The interpretation can be very, can vary. 
like this belief system within you though that needs to get adapted and the practicing is going to pay off their saying because you're really good at I think figuring the shit out like I think you're I think you really give it the time because I can see you connect and I can see you really looking or really making sure you're understanding it to the degree and to the T but I'm going to tell you you're trying to perfect it too much and it's like you don't need to perfect it too much to that degree because all it can take for one person to receive the hope you want to give them is two one or two words and you were already there okay okay you don't need to feel like an imposter anymore. Mm. That's a word. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's good because if, if ever you feel like, even if now you don't feel like an imposter, but if later, because I sometimes still feel that way and that's just the human nature thing. So if I can have a earthside angel remind me of that, then why the heck not? So it's one of those things that if I'm, if, if ever am I in my thoughts or my mm-hmm. own or my own head because I'm still that version of me down somewhere and it sometimes he comes up and I'm like no back up and so I have to then tell myself you're not an imposter but you're also not God and you don't know it all so you mm-hmm. don't know it all. and I tell myself well I try not to and then my other self says that's all you got to worry about and it's like that's perfect it's like it's like you just talk your you know you just talk yourself out of that you know and it's it's something that will always exist because that's how we remain humble. If you do not have that, I would be worried. Yeah. And so, but it shouldn't be enough to keep me quiet. Yes. And I'm so happy that all it is taken is for a stranger to tell you these things because you already know these things and you feel it <clears throat> on the oven because you can cook. Like it's, you that, know- it's that worry about doing it right. Yeah. Am I I doing it right? Am I doing it right? So listen, that's why they're taking me to the oven. That's why they're having me turn on the oven. That's why they're having me have you cook the food because guess what? The food you cook won't be liked by everybody. That's fine. Not everybody's invited to my house for dinner. (laughs) That will be the approach that you use when you develop and connect because when you talk to narcissists and skeptics, you will have a hard time mm-hmm. because the moment you feel like they are doubting you or that you are this imposture, you're going to become defensive and you're going to mm-hmm. but we can't do that. We trust me, it's hard Yeah, things like, well, uh, oh, this is actually what they're doing. They're actually having me give you more of my masculine dominance that I have to pull out because I'm not that way. I'm very sensitive myself. I'm, I'm basically you, but you would never know because I have a beard and dark hair and I wear black and it's like, I have this face and I can appease people because I have this look, but I'm just like you, like mm-hmm. I'm so soft and insecure and, and doubtful and in pain. I'm talking more about your younger self. Yeah front but behind that because you can see through me too i'm sure and so it's like there's this painful version of me that will just come out just like sad you see it here you have to and Mm -hmm. it's like there's this just painful like feeling that i just wish the world knew what i knew because it's not about i want to make the money it's i see the pain And then when that pain is being caused by a fucking narcissist asshole that his wife dragged in front of me 
you will then need to understand that that may happen to you. And so if you pull that really intense dominant masculinity trait out from you and say, dude, we all fucking die. You want to you wanna feel dead before you die and lose your family? Go for it. Or if you want to listen to this witchy woohoo bullshit and change your life, do that. The rage that you have within you surrounding people's lack of due diligence with work ethic connected to men is going to fuel that dominant, like that dominance about get your shit done or your wife's going to leave you. <laughs> okay. You know how that's going to be powerful? Because this is, okay, I'm so excited for you because if you <laughs> <laughs> if you play your cards right uh-huh. the shit in the way either I learned it or teach it or however I don't know man like however you need to get here this is what you're gonna do this is I, I have to show you what I'm seeing please so you're sitting there with a smile and you're in front of a couple because I do feel like you have this longing to help you right and so anyway you're sitting there in front of the couple and the woman this girl trusts you because either you've connected with her before you've read her before you've healed her before and you've you've trust you've gained her trust so she books another thing with you and then she brings her husband okay so you may have a memory of feeling that maybe she has a spouse that's an asshole that you're probably telling her like hey just a heads up your spouse doesn't respect you in the way that you deserve because I can tell you that when you talk to him about your emotions, he gets defensive about them and hollers at you or makes you feel worse about yourself. And from that, I can tell you he doesn't respect you. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be taken back from that because the reason why you know this information is because you can sense it, see and feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be afraid of those sensations. So then whenever the husband comes back, you get to smile and you get to 360 the shit out of him and that, <laughs> you get to walk him in the corner and you get to do it with the smile because you're going to be in control. A bitch like you and me in control is the best thing the world can see. And so one of the things that we need to know is that you have this power of seeing truth. And so when you're in front of this man with the smile and you're raging in your tummy because you know he's the narcissist fool, you're going to be like, okay, honey, let's talk. And then how cool would this be? Hey, is your dad in spirit? He's like, look at that. Huh? Yeah. He's right here. He's telling me that he drank and he's telling me that he was addicted. And he's telling me he never gave you the life you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he told me too, that you don't fucking do your laundry and you, you know, <laughs> so what I'm saying is, you have this empowerment about you that if you can pull with spirit, nothing can get in your way and nothing can stop you because if you can validate truth and corner the lies, you are the only way to win. I just don't know what to call it. Mediumship. Is that? Okay. Hello, what do you think? <laughs> I don't know. You're a medium. This has been happening to me since I was a child. I've always been able to see this way. So I'm like, I doesn't everybody see that way? So I didn't think it was a gift. I was like, does it, don't you see it? Like, 
isn't this obvious? Like, why is everybody acting like they don't know what's going on? And I'm crazy. So you should look into my online class on my website. I don't know if you have already or if you haven't, but I have the spiritual awakening one. You're in it? Yeah. Well, it's the pre-recorded. Yeah. So you've already went it like you are in it? It's it blocks me from going to the next one. I think I still have two weeks left. Well, maybe I can change that. It drips it out like one week at a time. Because you're beyond. You don't need a way. So I just want I want to binge it. <laughs> well, so if I'm being honest, I'm I'm like a couple steps behind, and I'm having to kind of backpedal a couple the last two classes. So um, it's I, I'm going to send you the link to the Dropbox where they're all. Okay. Up- there's four videos uploaded and then the other two will be up there soon, but that way you can get them now um, because I'm so ready for you to dive in on this. Um, and if you feel like you need to text me experiences or questions, feel free to please. Um, or if you have moments like a, even a year from now, you like are sitting in front of someone and you're like, Oh my God, I just need to tell Brandon like, yes. Like, <laughs> okay. So I just really need you to know, like you have someone who you can text or whatever. Um, and you know, it, it, this, these relationships don't stop with me at the end of the readings. It's like, whatever this, whatever you need, like, I don't know. Um, and I just feel like when you get tapped in more and you are connected, I just feel like podcast, like you on my podcast, I, I would love to see you on my podcast. I would love to interview you after your class. I'd love to see how that worked and and what you've developed and what's come. And like, even after the reading, like I think that would be a really cool way for us to reconnect just on our own. Yeah. um, If I could share that with my inner circle, that would be cool because what I'm trying to do is provide hope for light workers because by definition, a light worker falls into an orbit of family that they do not belong and that they're trying to fix. And so <laughs> will be fixed through a- or after conditioning. It's the yeah. after. And so you have that understanding, but it's really neat whenever you surrender the chains of the what ifs or the wish I had, you know, like I wish I had this or I wish I had that growing up. And it's like, well, when we understand that we weren't here for that, we can let go of, I wish I had, because if we understand we've had thousands of lives, then surely we've had the, I wish I had in a different life. Yeah. And I can do the, I wish I had would have been an easier route because as a human, we forget we're here to work. And so naturally we recognize other lives where it was easier and we feel entitled because the work we're doing is hard. Mm-hmm. Struggle is hard. And so therefore, based off other people's lives and journeys, we hold resentment towards God. Well, God, if we're taught you gave us all these lives, why did you think I needed this shit? Yeah. I needed all this trauma. Why did you think I needed all the whatever, right? So what I can remind you is when you're going down that wave of thinking and at get any given pain, because this is going to come in every shape, mm-hmm. you've got to tell yourself. And so that way spirit could move you in communication. 
Because what you're not realizing is spirit moves communication through memory and sensation. So unless you've experienced something, it's going to be hard for spirit to give it to you to talk about. Mm. So you know what comes with this package deal just now? <laughs> what? Gratitude. Okay. Gratitude in a different form. The gratitude that is required, it is a requirement. It's like, we're grateful. They're saying she's grateful, but there's a different gratitude. Okay. And it's like some, I'm sure you already know, or some gratitude that maybe you've already seen before, but that's fine. We're going to talk about it just in case, because they're showing it to me. And it's the gratitude towards the roles, the specific role of the person that harmed you. Mm. And so instead of saying, I'm grateful for the pain, it's I'm grateful for them showing up to their role. Grateful for them fulfilling their contract. So if you can really manifest into that, because that's not just a switch on and off, that is a process. And that deeper understanding that I believe is what they were trying to show me earlier with an additional block with going down to the root of your um, connection. Because I can't tell that to someone who isn't in this line of work or wants to be. Because that unlocking becomes dehumanizing and violating. It's true. It does. And it becomes something that you feel that you don't have to do. Like, why do I have to be grateful for that? Like, that's intense. It can become so intense. But let me tell you something. I can say now, I'm grateful I was molested. I'm grateful my parents were divorced. I'm grateful my dad is in prison. And I'm grateful that I never had what I thought I needed. because now I've surrendered that I've never been abandoned. I've never been without. And the moment I realized I have chosen to settle for mediocre life was the moment I stepped out of that. And I lived authentically and I said, I don't like mediocre. And now I'm working at manifesting bigger and better things. And you may even see that through social media. You may even see that through my business. You may even see that through what I got going. And it's not because it's fucking easy. Like I'm working crazy, but I'm also not making money yet. But what I'm doing is I'm found, I'm building my foundation. So mm-hmm. if I were to fall, it's concrete and it's good to go. So if another storm comes back around in my life again, I'm ready to rebuild quicker. And it's just one of those things where I don't have to be perfect at it before jumping off the cliff because all angels have wings. (laughs) You're an angel. So you don't need to feel like you have to have it all figured out before trusting your wings. And if you're going to humanize money so much that it controls your ability of surrendering, That's fine, but I do want to encourage you to know that spirit can get you there. You can choose to say, hey, you want me to do that for you? Get me here in this experience. It's cool. 
as long as it's not going to pull you back down and as long as you're not like a child about spiritual needs with like well because it's so funny they're just like make sure she knows she can go away you know not saying that you would i'm just like they're being funny and cute uh so <laughs> they're quite the cast of characters so, funny. so if you ever want to practice on me i wouldn't mind at all but if you want to learn from me, I have private mentoring and um, it's all based and taught by spirit. I have no lesson planning on my one-on-ones because every time spirit comes in hot and just like this, I mean, you got a dose, like they were able to take me down and all, all around and, and talk about a little more specifics about what to do, especially when it's the meditating, the second guessing. But I'm going to tell you that signs are going to have like six definitions and you have to Okay. The other thing is when you are connected, sometimes if you find yourself getting excited that you saw something with clarity, do not stop the connection with excitement because they're trying to give you more because they're trying to give you sentences. Mm. Okay. So something that you'll see in the class is this is what they're showing me. So class four is a, is a demonstration with headbands, that game headbands. And I have the cards of the graphics that are on your mind's eye. And one of the first cards, you know, is a butterfly. And then, of course, it's like spiritual 101, right? And so um, I pull in an octopus in front of that and, I, and I'm explaining this lesson. And I am talking and I'm saying, so if they show me an octopus, I know it's a tattoo. And if I just ask, did you get a tattoo? It will rob them from showing me the butterfly because then I can say, did you get a tattoo of a butterfly? So you want more specific, you want more nitty gritty, you want more detail. That's how they're going to do it. Okay. And so if you can, and then there's another thing I said in the class that they're saying, sometimes in your practice sessions, they will get you to say a word. So like how I'm talking to you now they will put things in front of me to make me feel certain things to say strong, weak, bold, brave, you're this, you're that, you're so the sensation of a word or the sensation of an illusion will give you a word. So what I'm saying is there was a time where they gave me a bunch of fruit from a garden and it wasn't from a grocery store and it wasn't from anywhere else. It was just like fruit from the garden. And they were trying to get me to say the word organic. Mm. And so whenever I'm speaking to people, that sensation that that taught me, I will now know to say, you need to be more organic or, or, or maybe you live organic. I don't know, whatever, right? It's like that sensation is what allows us to tether to words. Okay. So when, so listen, they're taking me to the advanced education part of this because, <laughs> because what you're not quite clicking or maybe the dot is everything is a vibration. Mm -hmm. Got that. They said that she got that down, including words like the, of, and, them, there, okay. Mm -hmm. um, vibrations also come in language. So 
like Spanish. So, so if a vibration comes in like this for me, it's a vibration of a different uh, language. Do you have someone on the other side with a different language? Yes. And so that's what they're showing me. Um, who is that? Is it a grandparent? Uh, we call it Yavona, which is like the godmother of my godmother. Okay. That's what I was like, I don't know this blonde. Um, so <laughs> she's not blood, but she's spirit. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, and she's very bossy. You let her, <laughs> I'm surprised she waited till now to come in. Say what? You like Cuban or some sort of like acts like, yeah. Rooted like, uh, Cuban and Yoruba. It's like the worst. It's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like a gorilla. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The vibration that was coming down on my throat. Um, yeah. so you have to understand that she is a dominated energy, and mm -hmm. I took her literally one hour. One zero zero on my screen because you needed me to connect in the way that only I can. Because mm -hmm. you can connect to her and people can connect to her. That's why this was different. That's why she is saying this is different. This needed to be different because you're different. Like me and you, it's like, oh, it's all different. It's yeah. like, you didn't need another medium to another medium. You needed kind of like a spiritual worker, leader person that knows how to teach or show or like connect to guides in the way this development, like there, everybody has their uh, strength. <clears throat> and I'm understanding that spirit guides love to show me how I learned and then say that little thing right there. That's where they're, you know, it's like, it's like, it's not just be receptive or just meditate. It's, that moment, right? <laughs> I wish they would be that specific because I, I feel like I don't know what my strengths are because I oh. have too many, too many different things. Okay, so, so when you're, so you're overthinking and you've got to, you've got to fall down in place of just sitting in front of a participant and you've got to start writing things down in a way that will make sense to you beyond your already understanding. So you already have the library of signs and symbols being developed. Mm-hmm. How secure are you in that? I'm secure in it for myself. I'm not secure in it for other people. Why? Uh, because I assume the reason. The connection does not change. Okay. So that's okay. I so assume the reason that I know what it means is because of my own experience. When I don't know their experience, then why would I know what it meant for them? So you are the interpreter of information so what happens that's all you are so when you um, are in front of somebody and 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 you're receiving the connection mm -hmm. the, your mind thinks you need to hear other things you need to pull that mind back over to us because okay. it's way off left field thinking it's like bigger and the secret sauce is something else and there's going to be this explosion of information one day and you're all of a sudden going to just be tapped right in. It's like your mind needs you to know that like, Hey, we don't need it. I want to chop that and 
karate chop that shit real quick. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, like a little jello. Well, it's, it's because it's been happening to me my whole life. Again, I'm like, I, I don't realize, I don't recognize that it's special, right? Because I don't know any other way. So then we just choose not to do that anymore. So from this point on, it's no longer, it's a very special gift. Okay. So then that way you can receive it like that because when you don't receive it like a special gift for everybody, you doubt it that it's for everybody. And the idea here right. is that, but the connection doesn't change. You don't need to, won't need to learn how to connect to everybody individually at separate times. I didn't have to practice with you first to then be perfect at it. Or I'm not, I'm not perfect at this. I'll never be perfect at this and neither will anybody else. So if you can just say, well, why are they showing me my grandma's knee surgery in my mind? Oh, do you have someone having knee surgery in spirit? You know, it's like, that's what that is. Okay. okay. So it's like, it's not that you think you got it figured out or it's not that you think you got their life figured out. It's you got your life figured out enough to where spirit uses it and says, hey, they can relate to this. L ask them how and then try to connect the dots because if you can start to connect the dot and why you're getting the information, then you'll start to feel, do you know what it feels like to feel somebody else's family members? I know how to feel energy that's not mine. So, but I you, don't necessarily always know who it's meant for. They got real specific earlier with your purpose of showing up with you with couples. And so you need to receive that as a specific example of what your purpose could be when you tap into that. So your purpose is to help people understand truth. Period. Okay. Period. However, and wherever you are, spirit will move you. Okay. So you have to dehumanize. So you're very human still. You have to dehumanize yourself way a lot to understand that spiritual purpose gets shifted and moved and everywhere you go, including the grocery store, including Target, including whatever, because souls are here for a mission. And I had to learn this the hard way because if I didn't show up to this, like you, you know, if you're if we don't show up to this so many more souls pass over before they can do their mission. And therefore we're wasting time because mm. there. sometimes we have to check in people and be like, Hey, you're just a soul. Don't forget. And your human self is so egotistical that we need to validate that your mom has your wedding ring or your grandma has a blanket of yours or whatever, just so you can realize spirituality is real. So you can jump out of the atheist way of living at least and find something to believe in. It's like people are so lost. And so you need to know that your purpose, I don't care where you're working or if you quit your job, will always be a medium. Okay. And so if you could just understand this for the rest of your life, that experiences will come through and you will understand these abilities and you will have what is called downloads of information ongoing on a different thread of development beyond the world beyond the dimension you know and so that's where you're wanting but you got to take care of your earth self first and that's where they're like she's here still and so you need to dehumanize your brain don't okay. get let go of any literal like literacy 
let go of the old form of education and communication because what you're doing is not of this world. And so you cannot put in anything of this world, including your mind or your body. And so triggers will come through your pipeline when you're connected to people that if you're not healed, you will not be able to receive the message or be able to handle yourself if somebody's talking about something very personal to you. And yeah. that's you're too human. And that's why the healing has to happen first. Because if you can disassociate from that pain, you won't have to experience it again when spirit gives you that information. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So to get more specific, your purpose is to be the medium. To get even more specific, your purpose is to work with couples. If I'm not, if, if I'm being honest, you're going to pull narcissists out of relationships and you're going to give people hope and faith to get out of their own crazy relationships. <laughs> Sounds like something I would do. <laughs> I think it's a very beautiful. Um, I've been doing that with a bunch of my friends for a long time, but I could never explain why I knew the things that I knew to say what I said to them. And I didn't know what to call it because I'm like, this is those conversations, like the girl talk with random strangers in some like pool that I don't even know. And like, I don't know why, but I feel like I need to tell you my whole life story. Like, and I'm like, what is this? Whatever this is, I want to like, what do I call it? And how do I get me doing more of that every day? Because that's what feels the most natural to me. So yeah, just, you know, it's about calling it what it is, which is mediumship. It's your intuition. Um, you're going to be tapped in through anxiety bubbles. You're going to have this knowing, but it will be expansive because people's experiences are all over the world. So what's going to happen is you're going to go through a list of things. You're going through memory recall. You may do not associate, do not associate it to your own experiences um, because okay. is your soul will pull from your other human experiences to make this connection better because you've embodied lessons. Yeah. And with those lessons, you may even experience old trauma, which may even make you feel like you've experienced more on this planet. And so it's just, do not just do. I not just thought that was just being an empath. <laughs> no, no. Okay. A lot, which is so how it works in soul land before every birth, you're able to go, you're able to experience everyone in your orbit and what's going on and you're watching them because a lot of the times everyone is already aware of the damage. And so then you're birthed and then human amnesia happens, right? And then you forget, mm -hmm. well, you have the ability, souls have the ability of choosing to embody the trauma up to three generations to be the generational pivot. And so what happens is not only does that happen, but when you dive deeper into the mission, you then do the healing enough to say, give me more. Okay. But this is going to happen throughout the rest of your life with people who come to you because you're going to experience light bulb moments and you're going to experience experiences that only they could give you in that connection of being like, Oh my God, spirit. Thank you so much. I'm just, I literally just saw my own life ahead of me in that moment. That kind of moment will happen and okay. that bonus healing because you are the, now providing healing. So therefore you get more.
Mm. That's what I feel it's been with my daughter. And so this embodiment of things, right? This this embodiment, it's like going to be releasing through all of that too. So you may feel sensations and emotions. You may not always understand. You may feel like it's another spirit, but it's really just embodiment of your own emotions that don't have a place to land. So let it out. Okay. That makes more sense. And then I just like have no idea what to do with it. So I'm just like, okay, what's this? So um, me, I will occasionally cry. And it's and, and if I'm with someone, I'll say, I'm really fine. I'm just going to cry for a moment, but I'm fine. Like, it's just to get it out. Because yeah. it's not even my tears. It's just energy. Because if a It soul- needs to move through you. Yes. It needs to pass through. And so that's exactly what happens. But I'm the guy now that if I go to your birthday party or if I go anywhere now, I'm like, I'm not going to change who I am because I'm around people who don't believe this. And so I legit, I'm like wearing all the thing, you know, it's like, whatever, you know, um, I just, we uh, had a party last night. It's so funny. Not a party. Um, it was like a friend's thing. Well, someone brought another friend and, um, you know, we're just all smoking, hanging around and doing the thing. And I, uh, she said something about her house. And I said, are you a lesbian now? And I said, cause I, I got that you were married to a man and had a kid and you're a lesbian. She goes, yeah, I'm a lesbian now. And I have a kid and I was married to a man. <laughs> Thank you. So I think it's really funny that I am okay with that now. And it's like, I don't care to be wrong. I, and I don't care to sound crazy, but I will let you know that spirit will protect you if you become a little zealous and eager to relay what a soul around you is trying to say. And what I mean by that is this. I was at a restaurant just the other day and I was overwhelmed with the sensation of my friend and I talked. And before I died, we talked about seeing a medium. So we're excited. That's the sensation. Okay. So I'm at the restaurant and I, I swear spirit put eyes on someone for me. Right. And so I, I was waiting for them to come up to me because I thought I said out loud or not out loud, but I said to them, I said, okay, if you want me to say something, then she needs to come to me. I'm not going to her. She can come. Right. So, but do you notice that control that you can have? Right. You know, you have that. Mm -hmm. So she came up and poured uh, coffee or water. And I said, I have a question for you. And then my waitress came up and then, and then started, she interrupted us. And so then I knew that I wasn't for her. Okay. And so I didn't push it. I it was literally like, nope, never mind. Sorry. It was just like, oh, never, you know, because spirit will make the opportunity. You will never have to go crazy above, you know, they will do the work. You just have to grab the microphone. It's like pick up your calling. You know, it's <laughs> like <laughs> Something else too, I'll, I'll share with you just because I feel like it'll resonate because I totally understand what it feels like when you're in public and it's like, I know things and I want to talk to them. So I'm it's, not hard, sure. it's hard to know how to express it in a way that they're not going to like freak out. Perfect. So you'll like this story. So I'm at the gym and I'm leaving the gym, but I, this woman catches my eye and I immediately knew why, but I didn't get any, I didn't get information but 
they said she needs you or something like that. And so I stopped and I'm like, for five minutes, I'm like, oh God, it's like, what is it? They're like, what are you, like, I'm not gonna just walk up to a stranger right now. I'm ready to go. I'm literally like having this conversation. <laughs> I'm like, I'm ready to go. You're really gonna have me move over there. And you know, and so I'm just like watching her. Now I'm sure I look like a creep, but she's at a distance. Cause I'm like, what is it? And she's pregnant. And so I walk over to her and I sense her grandmother. And it's like this mother, grandmother, this grandmother energy is like so strong trying to get her to her. And so I stop her and I walk up to her and I'm like, and I come down to her level and I say, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. I can see angels and I have one of them wanting to talk to you. Would you like me to tell you? And she goes, sure. And I said, "You do you have a grandma in spirit? She goes, no. And I said, I don't care. You have a grandma in spirit right here. And she wants you to know that this baby is not going to be a repeat and that they're around you and that you don't need to feel like something's going to go wrong with high risk and mm. you don't need to feel the stress. And then she, and I said, but who's this father coming forward? Is your dad in there over there too? And she goes, yeah. And I said, his mom isn't passed. She goes, oh my gosh, I forgot. And then I I said, there's a baby though in your dad's arms. And she goes, yeah, we lost another baby. And I said, you're gonna name this baby after that? And something about the something and sh everything was right. But what I'm letting you know is that you can say you speak to angels and you have an angel here that's recognizing themselves as a grandmother or says they're, she's your grandma uh -huh. and be a repeat and that she's, you know, whatever. It's like, you can just, you can 360 weasel your way out of sounding crazy. Okay. <laughs> the better that will feel um, because people will make, you will feel, you will feel crazy. You are crazy. I am crazy. I claim to speak to the dead. And that is a crazy thing to say. But they're not dead. And there's no claim. I get information from source, from energy that have passed. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a completely different tra train of thought that is not at all what humans want to take away from us because it's healing and it's joyous and it's amazing. And um, when, when people like that, including religion, rob us and the spiritual warfare is religion you should know we're on the roadmap of taking religion out yeah deconstruction man how are you yeah yeah like it's legit and i wouldn't be surprised if you see me on some crazy podcast talking a lot of shit <laughs> but someone's got to do it because someone's got to do it and i think that's the main thing is is like that I'm tired of feeling alone. So you like alluded to that earlier and with like, and even though it's like, I have this posse on the other side, it's like, I'm tired of feeling like in the human experience, just feeling like I'm the heretic, just like. It is, a, you should feel that, but no, you're not right. Cause the sensation is supposed to feel lonely. It's like, but humans say lonely is bad. And so it's like, lonely is good because lonely gets you okay with being crazy. Because if we had someone else in front of you reflecting what their crazy is, you would only be their crazy. You need to be your own crazy. And so from mm. that, 
can develop your gift and your intuition and you have no one else around you stopping you. That's why the loneliness is supposed to be that way. And then you break through and then you're like, look at me now. This is who you get to, to meet, you know, <laughs> introduce yourself to the physical plane again. Okay. And okay. You feel great alone. And then you welcome people in your orbit because then you won't feel bad when you say, get out, you don't fit because I'm, I'm good to be alone. Get out. That's how I have been for a while to where I'm just like, now, now people are starting to come into my orbit that actually do fit. Like now few handful, (laughs) but that's where I was just like, I don't like, I know a lot of people come with like, I want to talk to a specific person or do a specific thing where I was like, I don't know why I need to talk to you, but apparently I need to talk to you because I'm getting all these nudges that it has to be now. So I don't know what's going on, but apparently I'm supposed to be talking to you today. I love that. So man, you have a lot of cool stuff coming your way. I can't wait to, to really see where you end up and to, to have you follow up with me at whatever point. Yeah. Yeah, Talina keeps talking. She's like, you, me, and Brandon, we're supposed to be doing something. I'm like, okay, just let me know where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> Two? Huh? What did she say? She said the three, she's seen like the three of us are supposed to be doing something. She's like, you have some resource that we need and I don't know what it is yet, but we're supposed to be doing something. And I'm like, okay, well, let me know when you figure it out. <laughs> I'll be around. So she didn't say that to me, but I saw us reunited. I saw us doing things. So I don't know what we're supposed to be doing either, but it's like, it's literally just been like, it's been happening really fast these last couple of weeks where I'm just following the breadcrumbs. So I'm just like, I don't know, but so this, yeah. Cause so we don't need to know right now. Right. We will always know what we need to know when. And so it's just one of those experiences that we just put that in our memory bank and we look back and say, that's what we do now. And so it's like, we have no doubt whenever that comes back out of the drawer, we can say, okay, that's why spirit's pulling this card out. We now play this card. And that's what's going to happen is you're going to see these people. They're going to come into your life and you're going to have these experiences and these inspirations that are from spirit. And then you're going to really, really dive deeper into trusting whatever needs to happen. And it's going to be this, they keep showing me deeper, 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 but it's higher vibrations. Mm. So. Deeper and higher at the same time. Yeah. Deep. Yes, isn't that cool? Go down to go up. That <laughs> uh, was uh, keep me posted. Yeah, that was like a mile a minute. I feel like I definitely need to watch the recording like five times. I tried to take some notes, but it was like there was so much just like. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. So, and it's not about better, different or anything. It's just the connection. In your experiences with mediumship, as far as your information from them today, as far as the information goes, what do you have to, like, what does that, what does this feel like? Versus Um, other experiences. um, So others, other experiences I've had have been more like a specific family member wanted to come through and talk about a specific thing, right? Um, This is more like... Uh, I don't know, like a big old family reunion, just shooting the shit. <laughs> I like, I don't know, like that we're not really family, but we are family, but we're all just like, it's like a barbecue with all of my guys in the background. 
you left like a party of a bajillion conversations. Mm-hmm. And then you get to go home and decompress from and like this. different and different. I could tell different ones from different people. Like when it was coming through, I was like, oh, okay, it's all over the. Everybody's participating. Cool. My window of opportunity of whatever spirit. It's like it's all the time. And there was a part of your reading where this the light was so cool. It was like. It was like as if you were the spotlight coming, like it was coming through you with what you were saying. That's why I was like, I want to go back and listen to that part again because I was like. That has never happened. That placement of that light has never been there like that. Ever? That's what was so funny when you were saying about handing out the flashlights because that's what like I'm like, I say I'm the sunshine. Like that's my, like I am the light coming in. And so when you were like, yeah, you're handing out flashlights, it's like, duh. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Because oh. I say, like, I wish I could bottle the sunshine. Like, that's what I want to give to people. But a flashlight would be a lot more practical. <laughs> <laughs> right? I agree. <laughs> and you can take it with you when you need to go through all the stupid shit. Like, it's a, it's a more human... Like well, it's a it's a more human way to to understand what's happening, right? Like of like taking a light and going through an excavation of your soul, yeah. But you can turn a light, you can turn that off, and so it's like you need to know that you can too turn yours off, and not everyone deserves it. Yeah. Well, even the sun goes to bed sometimes, right? Like everyone deserves a little rest. I love that. Oh my God. <laughs> But does it ever rest? It's your reality that thinks it rests. Oh, true. On the other side of the world, it's not, right? It's always going. Yeah. <laughs> and some people get burned and some people get a lovely tan. And it just depends on <laughs> if you're meant to be in the sun. It always gets moon. That's right. <laughs> Stupid. I'm so dumb. Well, thank you so much for your time. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Thank to you. Yeah. Yay. But I'm, I'm sure. Forward. Yeah, I'm looking forward to staying connected. Selena seems to think some something's happening. So I'm like, okay, well. I mean, I'm so down for networking and keeping people around and keeping them going through the flow of the podcasts and all the, the and I have all these conferences coming up that I want to start planning and things like yeah. that. Different versions of healing. Like, wouldn't it be so cool to have like, a healing kind of seminar in the city spiritual healing like like where it's not a church thing it's not a religion we're not going to teach religion don't get your panties in a ruffle and it's like why don't we just kind of confront the real problem and um and really no, just but i feel like it's so intentional that it's actually happening in oklahoma right now so like the part that i didn't tell you was i grew up here and i moved away for a long time and i just now moved back And so like all of what you were talking about getting re-triggered and getting the things with my family, like that's all happening in my human experience right now with coming back to Oklahoma to laugh where I've cried for so many years and changing the vibration of like how I exist in this physical, like these coordinates on this planet. Um, But, and I'm part of like a, 
a church, which I use loosely, that is more about healing with mushrooms. And like, there's all these different like healing modalities that are coming, which I think is so intentional that it's coming in Oklahoma, center of the Bible Belt, and the heartland of the United States. Like, I think there's a big like shift that's going to be happening that this kind of vibration is going to be pouring out the heart of America. It's going to shift a lot. Because I've had, I've had um, spirits show me too. Like, they're like, this is why you moved to Oklahoma. Cause I'm, I was, I'm from California. Are you? How long have you been here? Well, I moved here when I was 16 with my mom, but I never understood why she chose Oklahoma because her ex-husband's family was here. It just was this bizarrest thing. So she was moved by spirit, right? And so yeah. my whole life unraveled. And then all of a sudden, now I'm understanding truly why I landed in Oklahoma. It's because I'm here to, to make some waves. I'm here to create some ripples. We're here to fuck shit up. Just say it like it is. And <laughs> so happening. Like people are getting their panties in a ruffle about the whole religion stuff lately on my Facebook stuff with Jesus posts and all this other stuff. And it's like, no, I'm not going to stop. Like you guys need to know that Jesus was no different than us. And that the fact that you're serving a man that literally lived lives just the same as we did and, and had secret powers. And all of a sudden I have secret powers and you can't respect it the same. It's like, I'm not trying to get people to think I'm Jesus. I'm just like, why are you running away from God given gifts? And PSE wasn't the only one. There's many ascended prophets that existed in this plane over, but y'all want to get tied to this whole, it has to be Jesus. It has to be this religion. It has to be this certain way. It has to be all this thing. Like, why the fuck do you think we have so much in common with the Greeks and the Buddhists and the whoever, whoever, because like it all came from source. It all came from the same place. Like it's not that different. It's the darkness. It's religion is the, so I have to share something with you because it really solidifies my orbit. So I used to be in mission work. I used to go to church and I used to be very, very emerged into religion. Yeah. I used to go to New York and I used to go to Texas. I you know, went in California and stuff. I used to go to, and do things. And I was a part of the youth, the dance crew, like all these. All yeah. These yeah. Once we moved to Oklahoma, things changed. Well, then my brother became a pastor. Mm. And so not only is my brother a pastor, so spiritually, right? If you could look at the spiritual origin of my plan or the contractual like elements of the planning, um, you can step outside of the zone here and see that there's a medium and there's a pastor. Mm. Brothers, right? Right. So the medium is also gay. And so with that comes rejection. So last year, Christmas time, uh, my brother, he's 25. So he's not even like a seasoned pastor, right? So he's not even stuck up a Jesus ass yet. It's like, he's up his own. <laughs> so he, uh, 
told my mom, you know, rejected me, whatever, doesn't want to be around me for Christmas. Well, my mom, the patriarch to the, my family, doesn't make a decision, is very, very blinded. It's like, ah, doesn't see any of her kids on Christmas or her grandkids. And we like always saw each other. So like last year was a big year of rejection. But it was from that that I had super developed myself. But it was like, this is a paradox of like why I landed in Oklahoma City and why my brother is a pastor and mm -hmm. why literally in the family orbit, the light and the darkness colliding. And literally I get to fight out of the reconfigure, reconfiguration of faith. But I'll be honest, something that Talina wasn't aware of, but the religion encompasses and teaches us this really strong hope that when you die you go to heaven and that god has your life planned ahead of you so you can chill out it's like this idea of relaxing into well that just was meant to happen and so when you take that away people are not doing good because no. that's what happens when you pull away from church is what do i believe in now where's the hope because that's why i was even there I could have settled for the pain if that meant I went there. You know, it's like, that's where that goes. Mm -hmm. Now, we have to reteach what it means to reconnect spiritually. And from that, we have to teach them that spirituality has never found you because you're still living. Because you still have things in your orbit that allow you to live your happiness. You may be choosing your chaos. You may be choosing the lack of due diligence that you are blaming God for. Mm. You can pull out of that religion and stop thinking God has your life figured out and that you have power over your life called free will. Then you can make better decisions and choices. And you won't ever get abandoned by this new version of spirituality again. And nor do you have to feel so worthy of giving that the trust it's yourself the trust. And that's where you feel enlightened and enveloped in the strength that you don't need a man, you don't need a girl, you don't need anybody. It's like you just need you and source. And then from there, you can daily communicate to spirit guides to where you can sit in front of a friend and be told she's a lesbian. <laughs> My party yesterday, you know, it's like, yeah, it's yeah. So, like, they're talking to me all the time now. It's like, this is cool, but I just need you to know you're headed there. So the bigger picture, though, is reinstilling the hope based off of the religion bullshit, because it's more than just saying religion, you're wrong. It's this is what you should have done. And now people that want love and hope, this is what it's like. And it's not teaching anything because there's no commitment. I mean, there's no religion because there's no commitment. Yeah. It's like, yeah. just do what you want. And that's what people that come from spirituality or religion need to know. You don't have to choose either one. You can still walk religion, the forefront, you know, for the appeasing of your family. And then, but honestly, that's the problem. You can't, you know, it's like spirits, like, no, they can't. That's what I used to say to people. And they're like, no, we got to stop telling them that because they can't physically, spiritually get connected because of the conviction belt that is being fueled weekly. And I'm like, okay. So like, I'm telling you, they're on my ass with getting this information out there and the yeah. way it 
nerd because I'm over here trying to protect people's integrity that they built themselves because, you know, it's a very demolishing thing to say to somebody, you're choosing the wrong spiritual path and God mm. really going to fail you if you continue to do that. But it's not that way. You don't say it that way. You, you 360 that and you acknowledge them in a different way. Oh, I don't know why I haven't talked about this with you because this is I've never taught I've never taught anyone that stuff. So we'll just let that sit there because okay. that <laughs> because that means you're gonna have hard conversations with people. I like hard conversations. Good. So now we just gotta have them because I got really fucking good at them. I've had a lot of practice. <laughs> Yay. Well, that's what we need then is more people in the kitchen cooking the hard shit. <laughs> it's just really, for me, more than anything, the religion thing is getting back to what love is. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because like all of the dogma is really fear-based. And even though they say, oh yeah, we're unconditional love and all this and that's like so transactional and you got to go to church in a certain number of times, you got to look a certain way and it's optics and it's this and it's that and the hypocrisy and all the different things that are going underneath it when it's just like, listen, none of y'all is fucking perfect, including me. None of us are. And guess what? Jesus wasn't either. Hey. Like you, you build him up like he's so perfect all the time. Everything he was, he was a symbol. He had a mission. He came and did his thing. But like, you gotta let go of the perfection and the fear and all that other shit and really get to what is love. And it does start with you. And that's okay. And that's not selfish. Like. So you'll be able to then teach people this empowerment, this women empowerment that are talking mm -hmm. That's that's going to be a big purpose for you. So as you're developing, maybe have that kind of in your mind. Like, what could I learn to help talk to people in that regard? So I love that. Um, yeah. Talk about it forever. I know. Um, <laughs> well, you enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to connect with you. I'm sure we'll reconnect again. Thank you. You have a good night. Okay. You too.